Oh, it is Matt Mosley, Stephen Simcox. And uh, we are going to take you all the way till 2 o'clock. That's a long way, Stephen. Can you make it? 58 minutes of sports entertainment. We'll take a pause because we, we, every once in a while, we got to take care of our sponsors. Steve, we got some incredible ones. Welcome back, Central National Bank. What an incredible place. What they have done for their folks, PPP loans. I mean, they found a way to try to keep marching through that horrible ice storm. Thank you, Central National Bank, presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show. Thank you, NeighborWorks Waco. Man, that was fun having... Uh, Having Joe Nesbitt and uh, and O'Brien Fonville on the other day, good Baylor guys, good bankers. Stephen, I, I think if you went over there this afternoon, Joe might be doing a shift over at the drive-through. I mean, that's that's the kind of guy he is, president of the bank, and he might pull a shift over at the uh, over at that one off eighty-four. Stephen, whoa, man, that's a cool place, and. Um, and they'll continue to be safe. Steven, I don't know if we mentioned it yesterday. The governor just basically came out and said, everybody, 100% open, no limitations, masks are optional. So, anyway, now he's put it back on the business owners. And, Stephen, of course, there'll be business owners who try to continue to wear masks. Let's try to keep the numbers down. And they're going to be people who think that's some sort of political statement. It's not. We're just all looking out for each other. Stephen, I mean, I, I know I know we continue to require masks around the halls of our radio station. Is that right, Stephen? Don't answer that. Don't answer that. <laughs> I think, At least for the next I, seven days, I think. I think we were ahead of the curve on this on this announcement by the governor. We were we no place is more prepared than him and him broadcasting. All right, no, it's good. We got a fun show planned for you. Dijon A. I meant to ask her, Stephen, I mean, I wanted to see kind of where that name came from. Dijonet. What does it mean? How did they come up with it? How did your parents come up with it? Her father is an NFL, former NFL star. If I remember Carrington the right way, I remember him as like a safety defensive back. I don't know, Stephen. It's it's interesting. I uh, I remember him, but I guess I was watching him when I was at Baylor because he would be – when I started doing the math, Darren Carrington played a pretty good while ago. But uh, anyway, it's going to be fun because Dijonet is a really cool young lady. And uh, she was a star in San Diego, then became a star at Stanford. And then, I mean, she loved Stanford, loved her. I mean, she was a double major, already had graduated, double major, African-American studies and philosophy. Stephen, smart. Whoa. Whoa, this is someone we don't want to get in a philosophical debate with. I mean, you know, can you imagine, Stephen, if you started spouting out all your Socrates-type stuff? Man, she would head you off at the pass. But uh, Dijonet Carrington is going to be on with us at 120. So our Baylor Lady Bears fans need to be tuned in. Stephen, is that basically all of Waco? I mean, that is a, that is it's a, a pretty, large yeah, it's pretty big, group. Yeah, pretty big group. And that's a group... Stephen, they're, they're, that's a group that's they still tune in to the radio. It's like, hey, hey, what, what Mosley and Simcox work? Oh, sixteen sixty. Let's get it over there. Let's get it over there. I mean, they're still on the AM dial. Stephen, we have an we have an FM, but but a lot of the Lady Bears fans are still over there listening to us on the AM. Hey, what's up, guys? Good. To, can't wait to uh, 
to present this Dijonay Carrington uh, interview. Now, we are endeavoring tomorrow, Stephen, to have Mac Rhodes on. He's a man of many meetings. So, at one point, Stephen, it was it was posed to me, hey, guys, would it work 4.30 tomorrow? And I just had to say, eh, no, no. Stephen, I'm sorry. They're not really working around your schedule. Now, for me, I'm a little more flexible these days. I have a one-hour commitment from 1 to 2. Stephen, you have commitments beginning at 1 on the air. Now, you get in real early, but you at 1, and then you go do three more hours on a Fox affiliate, one of our local Fox affiliates. I mean, it's an amazing thing that you do. But I, I don't think we can pull you out of that. To get the so anyway, we'll figure it out. Okay, we'll get it all done. We hope to have Mac Rhodes on some by hook or by crook uh, tomorrow at uh, at uh, well I don't know we'll just see sometime in the one o'clock hour. Stevens, you see, there's uh, uh, coaches in hot water. Did you see Coach McDermott? Coach McDermott at Creighton has gotten himself in trouble, and uh, Creighton was a team Baylor ran into. Uh, back in the Sweet 16 a few years back, and boy, they they made, woo, that was fun. They they just absolutely put it on Creighton, and that was when they had that great young kid, Doug McDermott, the son of the the son of the coach. Is the coach Stephen named Doug McDermott too? And so that's Doug McDermott Jr. Uh, senior. Is that right? Uh, I think it's Sean McDermott, but oh, I'll double check that. No, that's the that's the coach of the Bills. That's the coach of the Bills, Stephen, Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but but Coach McDermott got himself in some uh, – Greg McDermott. Ooh, see, we were both wrong. Mm-hmm. Greg. Doug is the son. All right, Greg McDermott, kind of a big old doughy fella and uh, good coach. Good <laughs> Seems coach unnecessary, for, but okay. <laughs> good coach for a long time. And then got carried away – and I again, no matter what he was trying to do, Stephen, pull up those quotes. I mean, I, I don't know what he was trying. I think he was trying to use a phrase that we really shouldn't use anymore, anyway. But I, you know, he was kind of talking about the players need to, you know, they need to get with it and they need to all stick together. And he didn't want them to leave. Now, what they used to say, and Stephen, I have a little Native American blood. And and so I, I I don't you know this is one of those things that you people used to say they would say something like he's gone off the reservation mm-hmm. well that's not something we say anymore because that's a that's obviously offensive to Native American people yeah um, it, he, what did Coach McDermott say well he kind of went that route but he used another word this was after a, a tough loss on the road. He said, on February 27th, after an emotionally tough loss on the road, I addressed our student athletes in the postgame locker room and used an inappropriate analogy. Specifically, I said, guys, we got to stick together. We need both feet in. And then he went on to say, I need everybody to stay on the plantation. I can't have anybody leave the plantation. Okay. Not good. Not good. And uh, some people right here in this like, wait, plantations. I've been, I've visited some of those outside of D.C., Virginia. Those are nice places. Well, we know what used to happen on those. And, And to have... Uh, you know, in 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 slaves and slave, sla- you know, the time of slavery on on plantations. I mean, there's still plantation homes in Texas, even and uh, and and of course, the African American players were very uh, offended, as they should have been. And uh, the coach offered to resign, 
and they didn't take his resignation. It was like, Stephen, if some coaches, like in the Big 12, like if Bruce Weber made this mistake at K-State right now and said, I offered to resign, they would take that resignation so fast. They were like, okay, coach, thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey, best of luck. But, but Greg McDermott has won a ton of college basketball games. So they're going to stick with him. And I would have to say this. Stephen, somebody will say Mosley's soft on crime. I, I think sometimes people mis, misspeak. Now, you, there are certain things you just can't misspeak. I mean, okay, we're doing live radio every day. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to say things we regret. I get it. But you can't say certain things. But now, I think sometimes, and, and people say, well, we live in a cancel culture. Yeah, yeah, in a certain respect, we do at times. I would say if you have a whole career and there's nothing in your past that suggests that you have any sort of racist behavior or anything like that, you should get a benefit of the doubt. Is it a stupid thing he said? You bet. Uh, but listen, Stephen, if if we're going to let Mike Leach continue down his path when he's making jokes about a noose, I think Greg McDermott probably deserves the benefit of the doubt on this. I could be wrong. If people think I'm wrong, 254-662-1660. Stephen, you didn't know I was going to go Creighton basketball right off the top. Yeah, I was not expecting this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling Kim right now, boy, Dijanay, I'm going to, I just want everybody to be listening at 120. um, to, uh, man, I tell you that, that is really, she was, she's so good. Y'all are going to love her. Uh, a Stanford, a Stanford graduate, Stephen. I mean, I, if I had two, a double major at Stanford, I'd be tempted just to kind of take that out for a, a spin just go but you know Dijanay said you know what got my major why don't I go play somewhere else and I was looking it up Stephen kind of wondering why would you leave you know a noted program and you've had a great career there well she had a knee injury in her her true senior year she only played in five games and so she got an exemption for that year and Stephen Stanford had already loaded up so by the time they said yeah we got room for you to come back Dijanay was already moving on down the road Oregon wanted her. Connect Yukon wanted her. The Bear, the Lady Bears wanted her. Stephen, can you imagine being Stanford and like knowing how good she is? And she was coming off the season before, fifteen points a game on a great team, starter, and and saying to Dijanae, I don't know if we have a spot for you. I'm sorry. Don't know if we have a spot. I mean, that's crazy. That's if if you can't find a spot for Dijanae Carrington. You are doing something wrong. But thank you, Tara. Thank you, Tara. We appreciate you. She is a legendary coach. I I don't have her up there with Kim, obviously, but, boy, Tara is really, really good. And for a while, Stanford, Stephen was kind of right there. Boy, Pat and Tara and Gino were all at their height. And then Muffet got involved. But then Kim started her run. 2003 was that first national title, and really since then, and as as you got to about 2008, she just kind of threw the clutch down, threw the hammer on everybody. And Baylor really, since, I don't know, 2009 or 2010, it just hadn't been close. There's been nobody to really challenge them. And they got, uh, Stephen, they got that game coming up. I got got Kansas. They got a Kansas game, and then, of course, they got one more, and then they'll get ready for that Big 12 tournament. And, Stephen, that'll kind of run – about the same time, wouldn't that be fun, Stephen? I mean, like, let's just say, like, Eminem had money, okay? 
and like they just said, hey guys, y'all can go anywhere you want. You know what we would do, Stephen? We would like run, we would run back and forth from the women's games in K- in Kansas City to the men's games. You know, just boom, 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 just go. I mean, how fun would that be? I mean, just kind of just just run it. Even with my broken neck, I would find a way. Stephen, you may have to wheel me around Kansas City. <laughs> the Power and Light District. That'd be great. Central <laughs> National Bank, queue up that private plane you guys got and send us send Whoa. us all around the country. Boy, the Nesbits could afford that. <laughs> Get Tom involved, Joe. Oh, the, fa- the father, Father Nesbitt, he's big, big time. All right, uh, Stephen, let's uh, let's get ready for this thing. Now, there was one other item I know you wanted to bring up. Um, did big? May go ahead, hit the breaking news sounder for this one. This is big NFL news. I, I, I'm uh, I'm okay with you. All right, let's go to uh, our our breaking news center, our newsroom at ESPN Central Texas. This news coming off the wire right now. It involves an NFL quarterback. Stephen, take it away. Yes, according to Adam Schefter, uh, the Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger have a new have agreed to a new deal that will keep him with the team for the 2021 season. Uh, Big Ben will reduce his pay this year from 19 million to 14 million. This is the final year of his contract, uh, but this is because you know his contract was going to be 19 million dollars this year. But if they cut him, Matt, then it'd be a $40 million cap hit with the uh, combined salaries over the next couple of years. So they reworked that Woo! contract, Woo! got it down to $14 million a year. He's going to play this season in Pittsburgh, it appears. And uh, this will also allow them to have some more flexibility to maybe add some players to this offseason. Yeah. Okay, good stuff, Stephen. We'll continue to talk about that. Uh, Jerry likes this deal that they've done with Ben. And uh, we'll approach Dak about that. That's right. He's he's taking notes. <laughs> hey, Dak, you see what you see what uh, Big Ben did? Uh, well, yeah. Uh, well, you pretty, Dak, you're a good young quarterback, but uh, Ben's Ben's accomplished more. He's had he won a couple of Super Bowls, uh, and uh, we would like you to possibly think about his deal. And uh, Gene and I will have you over the house every Wednesday night if you'll do this, and we'll have some uh, primary of it, and uh, we'll leave some of it. Uh, we'll do we'll do it just exactly like you like it, and we'll put some of the horseradish on it. Okay, Stephen. Um, oh, so much else coming in. Let me let me read you this. this is statewide. Well, people are up in arms. I like this though, Stephen. Our own Central Texas grocery store. They're going with the governor, Stephen. Give it up for H-E-B. H-E-B, H-E-B will lift its mask. Oh, are they going maskless? Wow. <laughs> I didn't expect that from the heave. Okay. Yeah, H-E-B. Low, low, low at H-E-B. Is that right? I don't know. I, there's certain jingles I remember. Low, low, low at H. I got to look at that. Who does that one, Stephen? You ever heard that one? Low, low, low at H-E-B. Does that sound right? Y'all let us know on the text line, 254-662-1660. Next, we talk to Baylor star, six-woman, woman for all seasons. Her name is Dijonay Carrington, Lady Bear. She's next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today and another mild day. High temperatures top out at 73 degrees. Increasing clouds tonight and lows not quite as cold as we've seen, about 51 in the low. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy skies. Could see a few sprinkles as a cold front moves through, but still feeling pretty good and a high of 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you not enough money for down payment or low credit score. NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more of Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and at CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. Today is your chance to make your home more affordable. Let InCommons Bank help you refinance your home and save you thousands of dollars. Now is the time to refinance with historically low rates available. InCommons Bank works with you to make the approval process fast, usually in as little as 24 hours. We make the process quick and easy, often closing in as little as 30 days. Competitive rates, excellent service with local decision making. Visit InCommonsBank.com mortgage or come see me, Regina. InCommons Bank member FDIC, equal housing lender. For over 15 years, Wings Pizza and Things in Temple has been your go-to spot to watch the game and fuel up on great food. As the name implies, you can get delicious wings in 15 different flavors and amazing fresh-made pizzas. But that's not all that's on the menu. Try one of their burgers, sandwiches, or wraps. Or check out their new specials, which include two for $28 meal deals or their family feast. And you can top your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Wings Pizza and Things is family-friendly and has more than 60 TVs, so you know your game is on. Go to wingsintemple.com for their menu. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Baylor softball's on the road today versus Louisiana Raging Cajuns. First pitch at 6, and you can hear that game on 101.3 FM. Number 3, Baylor hosts number 17, Oklahoma State, tonight in the Farrell Center. Tip is at 6, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, TCU at West Virginia and Iowa State at Texas Tech. K-State has a non-conference matchup with UTEP. All games tip at 6 o'clock. UMHB men's and women's basketball continue conference play today as they host Sol Ross. Women tip at 5.30, men tip at 7.30 at the Mayborn Center on the campus of UMHB. Spring training action continues with Texas and San Diego and Houston and St. Louis. Don't forget to catch the Rangers this season on ESPN Central Texas and the Astros on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Simcox, man, just doing our thing uh, on a Thursday. Week is flying by. Lots of things happening across the state. Lots of announcements being made. Big Ben Roethlisberger, he's back. Lady Bears getting ready for a uh, big game. Baylor, actually, the men play this evening, 6 o'clock. And, uh, man, that that is very exciting. Oklahoma State coming in to the Farrell Center, and uh, just a really, really cool opportunity, Texas Tech, on Sunday. And we'll see. The Bears, uh, I mean, you know, that was obviously a lot of relief, a lot of excitement winning a conference title. you got to kind of gather yourself and, and, and go for more. And uh, this will be, be a great opportunity to go out. And the last game against Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State played them pretty well, but they didn't have Cade Cunningham. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Lady Bears getting ready for Kansas this weekend. And, Stephen, let's uh, let's visit with one of my favorite players and one of the star players on the team, Dijonay Carrington. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. It's Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas, now joined by Dijonay Carrington. And you hear me talk about her all the time. I've uh, attempted to drive the uh, – the Dijonay bandwagon. Uh, Dijonay, I uh, I don't know if you notice this. I hope it's not uh, I hope it's not uh, too much, but I I do talk you up on Twitter quite a bit. I don't know how much you're on social media, but uh, I tell you, it's been a uh, it's been a fun season. And uh, I would say, uh, even back to your days at Stanford, have you ever do you ever remember Dijonay uh, the it being this wide open, like I, I really, I think UConn may be number one right now. That's one of the schools you consider transferring to. But I, I, I really sort of have that sense, and I haven't had the sense in the past that truly everyone in like the top, I don't know, ten to fifteen has a legitimate chance of winning a national title. Yeah, this is definitely the first year that I can remember, um, at least in the last five years that I've been in college at. It has been this wide open and that every team, like you said, truly, truly has an opportunity to, I'd say, at least get to the Final Four, but um, ultimately compete for a national championship, yeah. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it's going to be fun. And the Lady Bears, obviously, another championship. What is that like, Dijonay, to uh, 
you haven't had a lot of years on the Baylor campus. You you come in here. Uh, it's something the the Lady Bears do every year. But Kim doesn't take it for granted. But what hasn't happened since 1950 is a men's championship. How cool is that for you guys? Um, and again, that's old hat for Lady Bears. But uh, it's got to be a pretty neat thing. I think it's the first time Dijonet in 24 years that uh, the men and women. Uh, in the Big 12, have won a conference title. What's the? Do y'all have some camaraderie? Do you know some of those guys on the on the men's team? Yeah, I mean, of course, me being new, um, I haven't gotten to spend much time getting to know them. Just trying to keep with the COVID protocols and social distancing oh, yeah. and things of that sort. But we definitely see each other in passing, and um, our practice gyms are right across from each other. So we see each other, and we're pulling for them the whole time. Uh, we were so excited for them to be able to win it um, and and celebrate that victory and that Big 12 championship along with us. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, Coach Mulkey never takes it for granted, especially in a year like this one where there was so much uncertainty and so many things were up in the air the entire time. You know, it was very rewarding at the end just to see that we were able to stick together through multiple pauses for a lot of reasons out of our control um, and ultimately win that Big 12 title. But we're not done yet, and we're not satisfied at all. You know, in talking to DJ and A. Carrington on the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox, one thing that when you transferred, your last name was familiar to me, and I just I, I didn't really think about it too much. I thought, well, that's this this is this hopefully will work out and be a great uh, situation for mm-hmm. DJ and A. And then – it dawned on me that I had covered your dad in the NFL uh, at, at some point. <laughs> and, and uh, I mean, I, I'm sure people bring it up with you, but he played, had like a seven or eight-year um, NFL career. Was that um, – w- was he still playing like in your early years? I'm just trying to do the math in my head. Did you ever Did you ever get to see him play or had he retired? What was the uh, – what was that like? That's so funny. No, my dad had retired from the NFL by then, um, by the time I was born. That means he's been around for a while, covering yeah. sports. <laughs> because he, I think he retired in, what, 94 or something like that, 96 maybe. But, yeah, you know, um, that's always been something that he's kept us in the loop about. And we've, I mean, I've seen videos and when the Chargers were still in San Diego, um, I would often go to games and always go to the alumni games and things like that. So he's always stayed connected and let us kind of get that experience too, even though uh, I wasn't born when he was playing. But that's super exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, by the way, I graduated from Baylor in 95, so I'm not that. I mean, it really sounded like uh, <laughs> I was sounding very old. But uh, I just was a child prodigy and started covering. No, I started covering the NFL with Bill Parcells in 2003. But I just remember your dad, and maybe it was in association. They may have played the Cowboys in there because that was uh-huh. all of our team. Um, and, and the Cowboys won all those titles there. What was that like? Now, your dad uh, did some coaching. And I think, was he an assistant to your mom at one point, I mean, that, that really had to be something. So at what point, now I know your mom was your high school coach, um, yeah. but that's, that, that would be a lot of pressure. I guess in some ways it's fun, but were, y'all ever, were you ever able to turn it off like at, the, at the dinner table? Were they still breaking down how you'd been at practice or games, or were y'all able to separate that? You know, they, they had a really good balance. Um, 
like you said, yes, my mom was my head coach and my dad was the associate head coach. And actually, my sister was one of the assistant coaches as well. She's eight years <laughs> older than me. So it was definitely a family affair. Um, but they did a really good job of turning it on and off and knowing when to be coach and when to be mom and dad and sister. Um, and they had also my parents coached my sister when she was in high school. So they had experience and my dad coached my brother um, in high school playing football. So I was kind of, you know, the third go around of it. And so by then I know that they had it, they had it down pat. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that, but that would be interesting on the sidelines. You got mom and dad over there. You got sister talk about a family affair. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) It is Dijonay Carrington joining us, the Matt Mosley show with Steven Simcox. And, um, I, I, you know, I'm just curious about how this transition, I mean, you have, you grew up in San Diego, play high school there, then go to the farm, which is what they call Stanford and, and big time mm-hmm. academic school, double major. Um, was it culture shock? You didn't even get to visit most mm-hmm. of these schools that were recruiting you in the, um, and I don't know how exactly that goes. You get in the portal, UConn's after you, Oregon, Baylor has an opportunity for you, um, why, why did you choose Baylor? And then what was it? Was it a little bit of culture shock for a, uh, for a California girl to end up in Texas? Oh, absolutely. Um, I had no idea really what to expect when I got to campus. It was completely and it's completely different than what I'm used to in California. Um, obviously, Northern California, where Stanford is, and Southern California, where I'm from are completely different as well, but you still have that West Coast vibe, the water, um, just that kind of very chill, relaxed vibe that everyone carries around there. Um, And then coming to Central Texas where everything is just completely, completely different. I honestly can't think of a similarity um, within whether that's just the style of um, our team, our coaches, all of that from Stanford, or just like the city vibe, all of those things. So it's been completely different. Um, different is not bad, though. Different is good at, at times, and I'm very grateful to have uh, the opportunity to have came here, and I definitely don't regret that decision, but it has definitely been completely different. And then with the snow, I know Texans aren't used to that either, but I personally had never – actually seen snow like fall from the sky i've seen snow on the ground before some at some of our trips in the pac-12 but never actually been in a snowstorm and had to try to drive through the snow and things like that yeah uh, i i hope uh, i hope you were able to do that we just so you know um none of us are used to it either you know we're all we were all lost <laughs> right. together so we were all struggling mm-hmm. and i know uh I talked to Kim after one of those games y'all did play. That was a tough one to get to, like on that Wednesday or Thursday. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I, she didn't sound real pleased. <laughs> you know, like, I just think it was kind of dangerous for everybody. But they y'all got that yeah. game played. Talk, talking to Dijonay Carrington, um, who's really become, in my opinion, uh, one of the top reserves in the country. Uh, Dijonay, how's that been? I mean, you were a star in high school. Uh, you averaged 14, 15 points a game at Stanford. I know you're starting for them, um, to come off the bench. I mean, that, that has to be a little different, but yet you've, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't, I don't think there's a better reserve really in the country. So have you embraced it? Does it still feel a little weird? How do you, how have you, uh, 
how have you tackled that? Yeah, you know, it's definitely been different. Um, and it's always, you know, just a, you have to adjust to whatever your team needs. And I think that I've been able to be kind of that spark that we know we have coming off the bench. And I try to just be consistent in what I bring to this team. Um, you know, I'm not so much worried about who starts the game. Um, I think it's more about who's in the game when the game's on the line and who's on the court when, you know, it's getting down to the nitty gritty. Um, there are so many six men and six women in basketball who are just as valuable as the first five who start the game. And I think that I'm one of those for our team. And, um, but like you said, yeah, it has been an adjustment, just, trying to stay warm in the beginning of the games um, and just making sure I'm always locked into all the scouting reports and things like that. But at the end of the day, um, if you really want to be a great player, a great teammate, then you just have to do what's best for the team. And clearly this has been what's best for our team. And I think that we've been making strides in the right direction and hopefully we can continue that all the way through April. Yeah. And, uh, and that would be great. And by the way, they, they need, I mean, the, you you sort of at that at, you kind of got that swing at five eleven six foot. I mean, that's uh, you really bring a lot to this team. Can kind of you you still know how to get your shot at the rim, but the three point shot has been big. We are talking to Dejanay Carrington, uh, one of the stars of the Lady Bears uh, basketball team. Uh, Stephen, go ahead. Dejanay, do you feel like with all the kind of stops and starts you guys have had to go through? Um, you're really in a good rhythm right now because it feels like the team is is playing their best basketball, and I guess this is a, a good time of year to, to be in that in that zone. Yeah, definitely. You know, at the beginning of the season, um, at the beginning of the conference season at least, it was kind of hard for us to get our footing. A couple people went in and out with COVID um, protocol, and same with Coach Mulkey. So it was just a little bit tough for us to kind of get that groove together and to mesh and find that camaraderie and learn how each other play, especially having missed the opportunity to learn those things about each other in the summer and in the fall. So um, it's definitely a great time that we're peaking right now. And you can just see it. The confidence of our team is through the roof right now. And you can, I mean, if you watch the Texas game, you just saw how much of a team we were. We were so excited and pumped for everyone Whoever was doing well, everyone on the bench, everyone on the court was just so excited for them. And that's exactly how it needs to be, especially going down through this final stretch of the season. All right. Coming up on the Big 12 tournament, got a couple more games here, and then it'll be time for that. That'll be fun. You'll like that. Uh, you have to ch- I know you can't really leave the hotel, but maybe peek out there. <laughs> Kansas City has a nice kind of power and light district, and, and, uh, and you'll enjoy that. By the way, who is the best? I, it seems like you guys – have so much fun together and uh i see a lot of these videos uh it seems like you've got a lot of kind of like wanna be um i don't know breakout pop stars on the team who who would you say uh Dijonet has the best voice on the team did you bring a good west coast vibe on that front is it dd i mean dd loves the camera what who is there anybody that's a breakout star in that respect queen she's got the right name for it for sort of a breakout musical star that's funny. Everyone, you know, everyone has such different personalities on this team, um, and they all shine through. I feel like you'd have to give me a specific, like, topic 
to pick somebody. There's we have dancers, we have pickpockers, we have just people with energy, and then there's me, who's I mean, just different from everyone on the team because I'm from California and just kind of have that, you know, Southern California Valley girl little vibe going. Um, but it's just really different. Everyone is so fun and fun to be around. And the energy is contagious. All right. Yeah, that was a very political answer. Right? You may have a future <laughs> in politics because you didn't really narrow that down for me. I mean, I, I if I was talking, you got to give me a specific topic, like gospel, gospel music. Who would be the gospel, gospel best gospel music? singer? Yes. Oh, singer. I don't know, but I definitely would know the most gospel songs. My dad is a pastor, so. Man, <laughs> Darren me. does it. Darren does it all. Uh, former <laughs> NFL star, pastor. So, uh, yeah. okay. What What is your favorite? Uh, now, I know BB and CC Winans. They were great back in the day. Al Green could do some. I grew up watching Soul Train. By the way, that's way before your time. But that wasn't gospel. That was more Motown. Who's your What's mm-hmm. your Who's your favorite gospel singer? Um, I'd probably go with either Anthony Evans or Kurt Franklin. I just the energy of Kurt Franklin's songs is just so like contagious it gets me going in the morning every morning i listen to this live performance of i smile from like during the pandemic um where he had a bunch of stars singing it on bet and i listen to that every single morning but anthony evans i just love his voice and his like the words of his songs are so powerful and meaningful to me all right that's see that's good you came to the right place baylor stanford's a very very liberal place <laughs> you came to you came <laughs> yeah. to the home of gospel. That's right, Waco, Waco, Texas. When you get a chance, look up Larnell Harris. Now that is okay. a voice. Now that's more Christian contemporary music. So I don't know if mm-hmm. we would put him in a straight gospel like some of the some of the greats. But oh my gosh, that'll Dijonet, that'll blow you away. I'm talking. He and uh, Sandy Patty had some great uh, duets back in the day. Last thing I have for you: How different? Uh, what is? I mean. Are Tara Vanderveer, who you played for at Stanford, one of the most famous coaches in college basketball? Kim, obviously, is a legendary coach as well. Are they mm-hmm. a lot alike? Are they way different? I'm, I'm just sort of curious about how how uh, Kim seems as opposed to, to one of these other legendary coaches. Yeah, Tara and Coach Mulkey are complete polar opposites in their coaching styles and their personalities. I honestly have sat there and tried to kind of figure out, hmm, what's similar about them? And I I can't find anything besides maybe, like, their height or something like that and their greatness and the success that they've had. But their coaching styles, their philosophies, their um, just their personalities in general are just completely different. And so it's so funny that I have had the opportunity to play for these two coaches because they're just so, so different. Um, I I don't know. You can't really compare their greatness, but they, they've both taught me very different things um, in very different ways. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, it is fascinating, and uh, it's really cool. One of your best games ever, you did it against Tennessee, one of the most storied programs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I, I like how you kind of rise to the moment. I mean, uh, Tennessee mm-hmm. hadn't been good since you were, you know, pretty young. I mean, you'd have to go back till you were like 10, 11, 12 years old when Pat Summit was rolling. So, but I think you have yeah. kind of a old soul, a flair for the dramatic, 
Uh, and so <laughs> who knows? I hope we go up against like NC State or somebody like that. The great, uh, the legacy of the great K. Yao. You know, I, I think I could see you just going off on one of those teams. So keep pulling it from three. I love it. That's something the team, and boy, Jim Howler, who you've probably met, he's one of the, he was one of the broadcasters for Baylor, former Baylor coach. He gets mad at me. I'll say, well, there's not enough three point shooting. He's and he gets all worked up and he. But when you started pulling the trigger out there, that that opened up a whole dimension to the team. So I want you right. to be more like the Utah Jazz, and I'd like to see you pull about <laughs> ten to fifteen of those a game. All right, you can tell <laughs> tell tell Coach Mulkey Mosley told you so. All right, I'm gonna tell her. So if I get in trouble, I'm gonna call you. Okay, I understand. I understand. Well, listen, she doesn't hesitate to get on to me. I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Dijonet, it was fun. Really appreciate it. And uh, we will uh, look forward to seeing this great run down the stretch. Yes, look forward to talking to you after we win it all. Uh, I like that. There she goes. Dijonet Carrington. After they win it all, Stephen, we'll get them back on. And then, and then of course, it'll be WNBA draft. Dijonet's name will be called. Yeah, let's see. After she has a great run in the tournament, I'm gonna, I have her as a top 15 pick. And uh, not just because we just had her on. I mean, that's just because of my deep basketball knowledge. All right, we need to talk about tonight's game with the Bears. Uh, Bears play Oklahoma State. It's going to be a great matchup against Cade Cunningham. That is next. Kim Mulkey and the Lady Bears all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The sixth-ranked and Bench well champion Lady Bears on the road Saturday to take on the Kansas Jayhawks. 3.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 4 p.m. tip-off Saturday. This season, join Bruce Geetson and Maggie Davis-Thanet for all the play-by-play of Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about sealing your roof properly. You want to seal your roof properly to create a waterproof barrier so you don't have leaks in the future. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco value. Rangers fans, don't just watch the game, own a piece of the game. From game-used baseballs to bases and autographed photos and jerseys, your next prized possession is just a few clicks away. Visit the online store to see what's on sale because you never know what will be there. New items are always being added and you don't want to miss your chance to get something truly unique. Your piece of the game is waiting for you at texasrangers.com authentics. So we're creating quite a commotion at Pickup Outfitters. You've probably heard that our red mascot truck, Diablo, is for sale. And $10,000 of the proceeds will be donated to charity. But in addition to the truck, the lucky buyer will also get another $1,000 credit for more accessories at Pickup Outfitters. But I warn you, it's going to be pretty tough to find a spot to add more accessories to Diablo because we fit just about everything we could on that truck. We'll be taking bids through March 31st. So drop by Pickup Outfitters to get 
get the details, take a look at Diablo, sit up in the driver's seat, and make your bid. You can also go to our website, createacommotion.com, see a video of Diablo, along with a list of all the accessories he's wearing. Hey, why waste a lot of time outfitting your truck when you can skip right to the end with a fully loaded F-150 and help out a local charity in the process? So create your own commotion by owning Diablo, our mascot truck, from Pickup Outfitters of Waco, 220 Lake Air Drive, or on the web at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Baylor softball's on the road today versus Louisiana Raging Cajuns. First pitch at 6, and you can hear that game on 101.3 FM. Number 3, Baylor hosts number 17, Oklahoma State, tonight in the Farrell Center. Tip is at 6, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Other games in the Big 12, TCU at West Virginia, and Iowa State at Texas Tech. K-State has a non-conference matchup with UTEP. All games tip at 6 o'clock. UMHB men's and women's basketball continue conference play today as they host Sol Ross. Women tip at 5.30, men tip at 7.30 at the Mayborn Center on the campus of UMHB. Spring training action continues with Texas and San Diego and Houston and St. Louis. Don't forget to catch the Rangers this season on ESPN Central Texas and the Astros on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Good stuff from DeShanae Carrington there. Stephen, let's hold her uh, to that. We'll put out the podcast on the uh, on the Twitter. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna retweet that. Stephen, you can follow Stephen at Simcox Stephen. That's uh, Stephen with a PH. PH. And then uh, Simcox uh, S I M. C-O-X, Simcox, at Simcox. Stephen, I'm at Matt Mosley, M-O-S-L-E-Y. People have trouble with that. They want to put an extra E in there or something like that. Dijonet says, Stephen, I have this right. She'll come back on uh, after the Lady Bears win it all. Does that sound right? That's right. That's what she told us. She's looking forward to talking to you. To you again after uh, the Lady Bears got it done and won it all. I tell you what, I don't know, Stephen. I kind of gave her a chance. I don't know if she's aware that we we take a lot of personal responsibility for her minutes going up. No, I don't think we do. Kim, do, Kim does it all. But uh, Stephen, I would say I've advocated. No one's been a stronger advocate for Dijonet. Now, part of me says, "Hey, put her in the lineup. Put her in the starting lineup." But I get it, Stephen. When something's working well. And somebody's giving you 16, 17 points off the bench every night. You don't want to mess with that. You know, it's like you know, you could you could start everyday John, but it's fun to bring him off the bench, bring that kind of energy off the bench. Did you see Steven in that game the other night when uh when everyday John Chamo Chachua when uh when it, it, at some point, kinda like at a key moment, I think it was the second half, he just took it to the hoop. I was like, whoa, what's happening here? Boom, boom, boom. I mean, he and Vital sometimes, they, they're so athletic. Uh, you can tell they there's a whole nother layer to those players. Now, fortunately, they both kind of know their roles on this team. It's high energy, offensive rebounding, and defense. And, um, you know, Vital is just uncanny 
for – I mean, there, there just was – there were points in that game where guys were missing shots, and much like the Worm, much like Rodman, that that's who he's most closely compared to. Now, people say, well, he's only 6'4", 6'5". Well, I know. I know Rodman was 6'8". I get it. But Vital has a sixth sense. Um, Stephen, of kind of anticipating where those misses are going to go. And he gets to the spot, and he battles. Golly, that dude battles. I love Mark Vidal. I really do. Love the dog. Love Fendi, the uh, the Alaskan Malamute, Malamute that uh, that he chased during that snowstorm. The uh, the dog. Love a good husky, Stephen. I mean, I got. I like a big dog. I got the small little dachshund. I can hear I can hear Scout right now, just running around downstairs. Would like to get back. I, I used to have a, a chocolate lab. Love that dog, Trooper. Who do you think, Stephen? That was named. Well, old Baylor fans will know. They hear the word Trooper, and they know. They know who that dog's named after. One of the great all-time players at Baylor. One of the great all-time people who went on to become a really fine assistant coach and one of the great top recruiters in the country. Last I heard, he was at Arkansas State, but he may be somewhere else now. I can't remember. He was in the SEC. He was with Auburn at one point. Trooper Taylor. And that was who I named my dog after because I loved that player back in the day. Trooper Taylor. Love that guy. If you're out there, Trooper, shout out to you. Uh, Love what you did at Baylor. Probably played in the late 80s, early 90s. Trooper Taylor played with the JJ in that gang. All right, Stephen, it is time to talk about, though, we got a ball game coming up, 6 o'clock tip. You can hear the pregame, 5.30, of course, ESPN Central Texas. They'll cut into game time. I, if, if Tom will allow it, I mean, you, Tom is not a man who likes Tom Barfield, does not like to give away airtime, but uh, we'll do that. We'll go to pregame. And then you'll hear Pat and John on the call. You hear John, of course. John's always can be heard two to three. The John Morris Show. And, uh, Stephen, I would say tonight, very important. Can the Bears come back down to earth? There's a very natural uh, letdown that could occur. Uh, Oklahoma State's coming in here. They want to, they you know, knock off the Big 12 champs and say that they beat them. Bears have a big target on their backs now as conference champs. Let's see how they do. This is a grounded team, but this is a team that continues to need to play its way into shape, become more efficient. I mean, Stephen lost in that great win, and I know there were you know kind of added points in that OT, but that was a 94-89 victory. That's not bear-like. That's not that's not you know that's not like the Bears to give up 89 points. And even with OT, I mean, before the OT, I mean, they'd given up 81, 82 points. So uh, that game, I think, was tied at eh, maybe 83, something like that, when it went into OT. So you got to play the defense. You got to get that going again. You did a really good thing. You let a young man, we had Matthew Meyer on yesterday, you let him play through. Meyer's going to have a couple of rough moments in a game. But so are, so are Maceo. So are Jared. Jared's going to turn the ball over occasionally. I mean, I, I think Jared's handle, you know, there are just things that get off with the rhythm of not playing. His dribble hasn't been the same. He's getting caught up, and he's turning the ball over when he gets in traffic. He can usually negotiate any kind of traffic. 
But what did he end up in that game? 25 points. Okay? He had 25 and, and uh, oh, man, 20 points. Stephen, Maceo's shot's been a little bit off. I don't know exactly what's going on with Maceo. There's a little bit of a different look to his shot this season. Still great. I just don't know what. And it's still a guy that lo- the mid-range game is there. The mid-range game is there. But Davion in that game the other night, 20 points. Uh, when they had to go get one and they were down by one, he just, you know, he, he they know angles. And Davion right now and Jared are two of the best finishers in the country. When you can go at Culver, when you can foul out the other guy for West Virginia, Stephen Tashibwe left them, uh, but they've got a guy that they'll throw in as a really good defender, kind of a big guy, 6'6", 6'7", and I can't, anyway, his name escapes me, but he's a really nice defender. The guards were doing a great job of getting right into their bodies. If you try to throw up a shot and there's any separation, they're going to go up and block it. But if you get into them, then you can finish. The key tonight with uh, this is going to be a great opportunity. Now, they switch it out, so there'll be a lot of people on Cunningham. Vital's going to get him, okay? There'll be times when Chachua uh, gets him. And then, listen, Davion is not scared. And he's not, you know, obviously Davion Mitchell is, Stephen, what do they list Davion is he? They list him at six one six two. Golly, the guy is a great defender. But I think there will be times when he take takes six seven or six eight. Cade Cunningham, mano imano, out on the perimeter, and that's going to be fun to watch. He's Steven. listed at six two. Yep. But that will be fun. I mean, Cade is. I mean, that size is w- one of the big reasons why he's projected to be an NBA star. Because you don't see point guards, even in today's age, where you know you have um, Luca and Ben Simmons and guys at that position that are big. Uh, his ability to see over the defense and take some guards down low is one of the reasons that he's getting that NBA hype. Uh, but yeah, I certainly think Davion is is going to check him. I feel like we could even see Vital thrown at him sometimes. Like that's one of the things about Baylor that makes him so special is they have defenders uh, and versatile defenders that can you know guard multiple positions. And that you remember what uh, Coach Jacobs told us those those fifteen point punches. The defense leads to the offense, and and we saw some of that against West Virginia when they get on a roll. It's a scary. It's a it is a it, it's a downhill boulder kind of thing. And I love the fact, by the way, the Illini just – did you see that the other night, Stephen? Was that Michigan that they just put the hammer on? They yes. dropped the Number hammer on Number two, Michigan. Them. They beat them by 24. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bears beat Illinois, so that can only help. I think uh, I think Baylor needs to get right back to number two and uh, in that number two overall seed. They're going to give that thing to Gonzaga, even though Gonzaga hadn't played anybody in about two months or a month and a half, whatever it is. Gonzaga doesn't have to play anybody. They just breeze through. But you know what? I don't know. I mean, well, at first punch, boy, if they got to play somebody, watch out because they haven't played anybody in a long time, that Gonzaga bunch. All right, uh, Stephen, quick uh, shout-out to Conley. Great run. They ran into Silsby. That's a tough bunch. Great athlete. Silsby does a great job. Gets to the state finals quite a bit. Uh, but I, Conley is so good at, at athletics. And uh, congratulations to them. Great run, guys. 
Really proud of you, what you, what Conley was able to do. I think they played that game out in Madisonville. But uh, what a what a wonderful season. And shout-out to Academy. Love that program. Academy. Steven, I hope you'll, you guys, you and Q are going to have that coach on. Talk to him. Academy, man. They are rolling uh, and still right there vying for that spot in the uh, in San Antonio, wherever they're playing that state title these days. Uh, that's great. Way to go, Academy. We're proud of you. We're proud of everybody, all our all our men's, uh, our boys' basketball and women's basketball teams around the Waco, uh, the greater Central Texas area. All right, Stephen, I think that's all the time we have. Let's let John get going. John Morris is fired up, opinionated as ever, and uh, he will get you ready for a huge ball game tonight against Oklahoma State. It's all coming up next. Good night.